Welcome to the Dr. Living Good Podcast, which exists to equip you with real health solutions to make health simple. So being a two-time Amazon bestseller on books on nutrition, there are seven main modern nutrition mistakes that I'm going to help you prevent from making and your body is going to thank you for not making it. See, there's been some dogma, some stigma, some half-truth myths, shall we call them, over the last several decades about nutrition. It confuses you as the consumer. I want to make sure that you don't make these same mistakes. Now, the main lens that I'm looking at when we look through and see modern nutrition is we just think about is the food as close as it possibly came from the creator. If God made it, eat it. If he didn't, don't. If man processed it and it comes from a plant, don't eat it. If it comes from God's plant, then eat it, right? In the certain, so it's, it's this rule of looking through it of just what's the closest to nature. So let me break these down for you. Myth number one. Okay, blaming salt for what sugar did. We've been cutting salt out of everything for the last 40 years. And what has heart disease done? Skyrocketed. What has blood pressure issues done? Skyrocketed. What has kidney issues done? Skyrocketed. These are all related to potassium. So what we've done is we've continued to cut out real food, potassium. We've continued to cut out nutrients and vegetables. We've gone to more processed food, which means a lot more salt. Well, that's fake salt. What we actually want is real salt, sea salt. That's the good stuff, that's the real stuff. You can't live without it. It runs your heart, it runs your kidneys, it balances the fluid inside of your body. But we've replaced a lot of the real salt with fake salt and sugar. Think about all the packaged foods that you have are loaded with carbohydrates. All those frozen meals that I grew up with in the freezer, all of the packaged goods and macaroni and cheeses and hamburger helpers that are in the cupboard, loaded with sugars, artificial ones, natural carbohydrates, grains that are turning into sugar. Sugar's been the massive culprit to drive up blood pressure. It's linked directly back to the more body weight that you have on, the more blood vessels that you have, the higher your blood pressure is going to be. Salt gets the bad rap for it. Yet, if your blood pressure is too low, what's the main thing you need to put in? Salt to raise it back up to keep it at a healthy level. So there's a healthy balance. In fact, people on a low sodium diet die of more heart-related diseases than people on a moderate sodium diet. Now, people on a really high sodium diet are also impacted, but this is a sugar problem, my friends. We need healthy salt in there. Sugar inside of your blood is imbalancing the amount of salt that's inside of your body. It's imbalancing the amount of fluid inside of your body. We need to balance with it. This is why a lot of keto gurus, when you lose a lot of weight, they're going to ask you to put electrolytes in and salt back in because losing all that sugar out of the blood finally allows the fluid to move. We need salt back in there to keep things leveled so you don't get cramping, you don't get kidney issues. Stop blaming salt for what sugar did. Next, we blame fat for what refined carbohydrates did. We cut it out. Low fat, no fat. We're cutting all the fat out. What did heart disease do? What did diabetes do? Skyrocketed. Because when you take the fat out, what do you replace it with? Sugar. The inflammation-causing, fire-starting, cancer-promoting sugar. You need fat. Every cell in your body is surrounded by fat. Your hormones are made out of fat. Your brain is made up of 60-70% fat. You need fat to produce so many different things inside of your body, so you can't go without it. You just need good quality fat. So sugar needs to go down, processed sugar needs to go down, and healthy fat needs to go up. Think about it. If you want to burn fat, fuel your body with it. If you want your car to run off of unleaded, don't give it diesel. 
If you want your body to run off fat, don't give it a bunch of sugar, feed it healthy forms of clean fat. You can check that out in my book below where we break down what those are. Number three, we blamed butter for what margarine did. As a biochemistry minor, I went through the process of what it actually takes to make margarine. And you have to take a plastic-like material. You have to bleach it because of the discoloration. You have to sanitize it because of the stinkiness of what it is. And then it comes out in this gray goo that has a consistently, uh, consistency similar to butter. They have to add yellow food coloring in it. And then that's what we put in a container to send out. That is the most toxic, congestive, inflammatory food you could probably eat with soybean oil, artificial flavorings. I had it in my fridge as a kid. Real butter, straight from the source, raw or organic, without all the additives, is the route to go. And you don't have to be scared of it. Your body can process that real food. And if you were to test it and put some margarine out on a plate next to butter on the plate, guess what the ants are gonna eat? They're gonna eat the food that's actually real. You should as well. Next, we blame cholesterol for what inflammation did. Cholesterol is not the enemy in your, your liver makes cholesterol. Your liver's not making something to try to kill you. 70 plus percent of the cholesterol inside of your system is made by you. So if cholesterol is the problem, why would your body be making it? Because you keep damaging it. So when we put in free radicals and we put in processed foods and we're hard on our bodies and we don't care for our bodies, we put on extra weight, we create damage, which creates inflammation and inflammation is very hard on the system. Well, all those scars need to be healed. When you fall down, scuff your knee or scuff your elbow or scuff your hand or you cut your hand with a knife, what happens? A scab forms, what is that? Cholesterol. So when you damage the inside with a bad lifestyle, the same thing takes place. It's not cholesterol's fault, it's inflammation's fault caused by you. Number five, we blame eggs for what toast did. We got normal egg with healthy fat, clean protein, and they've done studies that people eat up to 70, 80, 90, 100 eggs in a week and their cholesterol didn't move. And so we're blaming eggs for this rise in cholesterol. We're blaming animal products for this rise of unhealthiness. Now an unclean animal, a chicken fed arsenic, like the, the farm that I grew up working on, they were feeding them arsenic, they're all kept in one pen. But when you let them free range and you feed them bugs and things and, 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 and plant, when you feed them bugs and the things that they're wanting to eat instead of grain and arsenic, then you're not toxifying the animal and that is a clean food to put inside of your body. Now, if you're a vegetarian, that's your choice, that you can do that clean, you can do that unhealthy, but let's not blame the egg, the healthy fat and the healthy protein if it comes from a free range source for what toast, which is normally just carbohydrates with some margarine on top, that's spiking your blood sugar levels. That's probably full of pesticides like glyphosate that they sprayed on the grain to make it. That's way more toxic. Number six is blaming bacon for what cereal did. I grew up with Tony the Tiger and Fruit Loops and reading the back of the Honey Nut Cheerios box. But I've come to find out they're loaded with sugars, they're loaded with bad oils, they're loaded with glyphosate sprayed, herbicide sprayed grain. And they're also loaded with a lot of different preservatives inside of our system that are going in our bodies and they're really counteracting our health. But that's what I grew up on eating and all that grain and all that sugar was not adding any nutrients in my life. And I stayed the heck away from bacon because that was fat and that was toxic and it was really unclean. Now I'm not condoning eating tons of bacon, but I would rather you eat a natural source or organic source of a breakfast meat than have a bowl of diabetes in the form of a toxic cereal, especially when it comes to colored ones and what we're giving our kids, we wonder why they're hyperactive and have ADHD. 
And finally, a wild card here, stepping a little away from nutrition, but we're blaming colds and flus and those seasons for what vitamin D did. Where does the cold and flus and the virus go during the summer? All of a sudden, it just poof, disappears. Well, that big globe comes in the sky and it supercharges our immune system. It gives us ample doses of vitamin D and other nutrients, and we're not getting run down and sick. But when it goes away for six months of the year, especially any of you that live north of Florida, you're not getting enough of that light. You're not getting enough of that energy. You're not getting enough of its producing of vitamin D inside of your system. We get run down, we get sick. That cold weather brings it. So we blame the cold and the flu season where really we're just lacking simple nutrients like vitamin D inside of our system. So if we were to focus on nutrients to get vitamin D in, if we were to supplement more with vitamin D, what would happen to the cold and flu season then? As opposed to waiting to get sick or using things that we shove in our arms to try to prevent that, why don't we focus on the main ingredient that is ample and provided in the summer when colds and flus go away? Vitamin D's got to go up, getting proper nutrition in. These are seven of the myths that I commonly see. If you need help with it, grab one of my free books below, Make Food Simple or Living Good Daily, and those will guide you through these myths, how to clean out your cupboard, how to make eating and shopping really simple, as well as simple supplementation with things like vitamin D so you can experience real health. If these are helpful, subscribe to the channel. I'll keep busting these myths for you and giving you the information to turn into knowledge to change your life and experience real health. Subscribe now and follow along and I'll see you soon. Hey, it's Dr. Living It here. Thank you so much for listening today. If you found this episode helpful, it would mean the world to me to please leave a positive rating and a review. That way we can continue to get this message out to help people all over the world experience real health. See you next time.